Welcome to the Cosmic Business Breakthrough Podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Pallas, and this podcast is for soulful entrepreneurs who want to harness the cosmic power of astrology to elevate their message, unlock flow, and attract their best clients ever. Join me every week and get excited to discover how you can use the energy of the cosmos to get the business breakthrough you've been waiting for. Well, it's that time of year again. Sagittarius season is starting and that means Christmas parties, end of year school concerts, last minute hair, laser, nail, insert appointment here that you weren't really going to do but now you feel like it's Christmas time you have to do it and shopping center car park chaos you hear me on this right now as Sagittarius is one of the signs ruled by Jupiter the planet of expansion joy and excess it's not surprising that at this time of year we can feel a little joyfully overwhelmed we feel like all the things are happening all at once and maybe we've overcommitted just a bit. Then there's the business side of things, the end of year offers. We're wrapping up our client projects or our course delivery. And the big one, we are planning or trying to plan for next year. Because let's face it, we all want 2023 to be a better year. So how do you strategically plan for next year when there's still so much going on? You can start by listening to this podcast episode. We are talking about strategizing your next bold business move with guidance from the stars. Because when you're feeling a little overwhelmed, sometimes the best thing to do is to get a little help from the cosmos. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through how I help clients to plan out their next year in business keeping their astro energy in mind. We're going to talk about how to know the major themes of your year ahead, what planetary transits to look out for and how they might help or challenge your business activities, and how to work the moon cycle into your strategic plans for the year. Now, this can be one of the most powerful things that you do, even if you only do one of these things. So let's talk about how to know the major theme of your year ahead. So this is one of the first things I will look at with a client when we are doing a strategy day or a strategy session together. I just want to preface this by saying that before I dive into any strategy, I always take a really good look at the chart and make sure I understand what the themes are in that person's business and their life and all of that sort of thing so that we are mapping the strategy in consideration of that and obviously their own plans and goals for the year because everybody has an idea, right, of what they want to accomplish in the next year of business. We all know, okay, well, I've been thinking about doing this for a long time. I want maybe to start a group program or I want this year, I want really want to take a big holiday or this year, I really want to, you know, increase my income Or I really want to write a book this year, like I really want to start writing a business book or whatever it is that you've had a goal for. Maybe 2023 is when you want to make that happen. So before we actually dive into all of these themes, 
we need to chat about that. You need to understand that for yourself. And that's the kind of thing I would talk through with a client as well. What is it that you have planned? What do you want to do differently in 2023? Or what do you want? What's a big goal for the year? And how do you feel about the year that was? Because we cannot move forward if we don't acknowledge the past. So we really need to build on top of acknowledging the success we've had in the past, acknowledging the mistakes we've made in the past or the challenges that we've had as well, and go, what do we want to do differently? Or what do we want to build on for the next year in business? And some of this we can reflect on by looking at our annual perfections. Now, this is a traditional or Hellenistic astrology technique. It's very old because it's quite simple. It's based on the house system. So if you want to go back and get a refresher on the 12 houses, you may want to do that after listening to this episode because it's going to really help you understand annual perfections. When you are born, you are in a zero house year. Like you are starting from scratch. You're in a first house year. You're at at zero, right? So that whole first year of life is all about building your identity. And because we go around the astrology chart through the 12 houses, we go through a 12-year cycle. So each year of our lives corresponds to a house in our birth chart. And it just follows that order. So when we are 12, we are again in a first house perfected year. Now that's perfection as in P-R-O-F-E-C-T-I-O-N. It's not me just saying it funny. It is actually called perfection. Okay, so we're talking about annual perfections. So if you are, for instance, 36, this will now be your fourth first house perfected year because you've been through that 12-year cycle four times. This is your fourth time round. So you're in a first house perfected year if you are 36. And so that's going to bring up all the themes of identity, you know, all of the first house themes. So you might be really thinking about your personal brand in a first house year. You might be thinking about your own identity, your physical body, your appearance, and hence the branding as well, how you're presenting yourself to other people in business. You might also be making some big changes in the way that you present yourself. So I'm starting with 36 because a lot of people that I work with are in their mid 30s. And so it's a good idea to get an understanding of the significant years. So this is important to note. This is not based on, you know, the calendar year. This is based on your birthday. So if you are turning 36 in 2023, you will be going into a first house perfection year. And that means the themes of identity, of branding, of personal branding, of self, of understanding yourself compared with others, all of those sorts of themes are going to come up for you in that year. Now, if you're 35 or you're turning 35, you will be going through a 12th house perfection year, which is quite a lot different. You might have been going through a bit of a spiritual awakening. You might have been having you know, quite a, a quiet year if you've gone through a 12th house year or if you're going into a 12th house year. You know, a 12th house year might be a great time to write a book because it's a more introspective, 
a more retreat style year rather than you being up front and center and yourself being on display as it might be in a first house year you are much more reflective and introspective and behind the scenes in a 12th house year okay so think about your age you can you can access a annual perfections chart which can tell you what year you're going into and this is something that I would talk to a client about Um, but basically if you're 36 or turning 36 you're going into a first house year if you're 37 or turning 37 you're going into a second house year if you're 38 you're going into a third house year if you're 39 or turning 39 you're going into a fourth house year and so then you go back and listen to the episode on the houses and you get an idea of the themes of those years of your life those house themes are going to come up for you in that particular year. Now, I can use myself as an example again. This year, I have been 38. I'm really lucky because I have a birthday at the end of the year. So basically, my whole calendar year is my perfected house year. It doesn't, you know, because I'm right at the end of December, then I know that my whole year pretty much is going to be in that perfected house So I have been 38 this whole calendar year. I've been in a third house perfected year. And that's meant a lot of focus on third house topics like communication, like learning, like understanding family dynamics even better. I mean, that's not so much business related, but that's something that happens in a third house year. It's related to family and siblings and school even. So there's been a lot of, you know, for me personally, learning about family and talking about school and understanding school better, you know, to do with my children. It is a year for me that is ruled by the moon because in my chart, the third house is on the sign of cancer, which is ruled by the moon. So it's been a very variable year because the moon is our fastest moving planet or luminary it's it's changing constantly so there's a lot of change and movement and potentially short distance travel or driving around you know that kind of thing there's a bit of change there there's also a focus on home and family with that connection to the moon as well so there's been a lot going on it's not a huge work year In terms of the themes of it are not hugely work related. There's a lot of communication happening, certainly, and communication is a big part of my work. It's more about emotional communication for me because cancer is that emotionally sensitive sign. So there's been a lot of kind of that going on for me in my life and in my business, that more connection with my emotions and communication. So that's a really cool theme to know. Now, how does this help me strategically plan for the year? Well, if I know that my my year is being ruled by the moon and that is a third house year, I can go, okay, this is a great year for me to think about what I want to learn. So I have done a lot of study in astrology this year. I've taken a lot of courses. I've read a lot of books, all third house themes. I have focused on course development. I have been thinking about course development. I have been thinking about masterclasses. I can run that kind of thing, those kind of bite-sized communication pieces that I can either deliver or attend. That's been my focus for this year. And 
in a big way, this podcast has been a big focus of a third house perfection year because this is communication, right? This is me talking to you. This is me getting my ideas out there, which is a very third house theme. So that's been the focus of this year. Now, if for instance, you are having a perfected 10th house year, so you might be, if you are 33 or 45, you will be going through a 10th house perfection year in 2023. And that is a very important time in your business for your public reputation, because if you, if you listen to the 12 houses episode, you will know that the 10th house is all about your public reputation, how people see you in that business sense. That is a particularly strong year if you are building your public persona in any way. Maybe it's a year to really think about, strategically think about how you can get in front of more people, how you can be featured on podcasts, how you can be maybe get yourself more PR. Maybe you are also going to speak on stages or speak at online events like what's happening there in that part of your life can you strategically put more of those kinds of activities into your plan for the year because that's going to be a a really boosted area of your life so those are just a couple of examples of annual perfections and as i said listen to the 12 houses episode to understand more and i'll put a link in the show notes as well for an, an annual perfections diagram and it will just show you your age and what year you're in because it's all based on your age but it's all in multiples of 12 right because there's 12 houses so you think about your first year of life you're in a first house year when you're 12 you're again in a first house year when you're 24 you're again in the first house year 36 again 48 again in a first house year and then again at 60 so you, you see that pattern there so you can kind of calculate the houses based on your age quite easily it's a simple but very effective and powerful technique and it will give you the major themes of your year okay first things first we've looked at perfections you can reflect on the year that you've had and what year you were experiencing in 2022 and what you might be experiencing in 2023. And you can even project even further than that. But obviously, I recommend that you really keep your strategic planning to the next year to 18 months maximum because so many things can change and it is very difficult, especially when we're working with astrology. But even in in business in general, we don't know what's going to happen in the world and how we're going to be affected by world events so keeping it to things that you can control, your, your plan to things that you can control, to things that you can, you know, reasonably foresee. And I think that a year to 18 months is really the maximum that we can kind of really plan ahead. For sure, you can have a five-year business plan or a 10-year strategic plan, but I think if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty, you look at the year and particularly... What I recommend is that you really break the year down into quarters in order to have, you know, the most focused plan for the year. You really think about, okay, what do I want to achieve in in quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, etc. Because that will help you to block those times and to really 
check that you're on track with your goals for the quarter. Because if we're thinking a whole year out, then we can put things off or we can yeah, definitely delay things that we should be doing in quarter one until quarter four. I prefer to work with clients on a quarterly basis, but we can look at the whole year or the whole 18 months ahead in advance just to get an idea of the themes that are going to come through so we know what to focus on in business. Okay, so then after we know these general themes, let's think about what planetary transits to look out for and how they might help or challenge your business activities. One of the first things I'm going to look for in a chart, and I encourage you to know more about this if you're interested, is where is Saturn? What is Saturn affecting in my chart? Because Saturn as you may know by now, is our planet of boundaries. It's our planet of regulations, our planet of restriction, and it's our teacher planet. So there can be, you know, some significant lessons that we need to learn from Saturn or Saturn can be helping us to restructure big parts of our lives. And as someone who's who's just been experiencing a Saturn transit through the 10th house of career and public reputation, there is a big shift in business in the way that my business works and in the things that I have strategically done in 2022 in my business because I understand that Saturn transit. So look to where Saturn is hanging out in your chart. Where is it going to be in 2023? Is it going to be in an important house? Is it going to be in a really active house? Is it going to be in your first, your fourth, your seventh, or your 10th house particularly? And in 2023, if you are a Pisces rising, a Gemini rising, a Virgo rising, or a Sagittarius rising, Saturn is going to be either hanging out in your first, fourth, seventh, or 10th house. So, or it's going to be squaring an important part of your chart because Saturn is moving into Pisces in 2023. So if you're a Pisces rising, you're going to be feeling Saturn in your first house of identity. So there is going to be a restructure to your identity, potentially a restructure to your brand. That's something to really know and consider. It doesn't mean you need to stop doing a business activity. It could mean that. It could mean that you want to refine your business activities, that you want to streamline things. Saturn is great at helping us to streamline. And so is Mars, you know, helping us to cut away and really get back to the things that are bigger picture, the things that are here for the long haul, like helping us remove the distraction from our business. So that's what Saturn could be helping you to do particularly if it's in one of your key career houses like the 10th house or maybe it's in your money house your second house or your eighth house it's going to be really helping you to streamline your finances in some way or restructure your finances in some way so you're going to want to know what Saturn is doing you're also going to want to know what Jupiter is doing in your chart where is Jupiter is it bringing its its goods to a work part of your house, a work house in your chart, I should say. Is it bringing the goods to one of your work, career or business houses? For instance, next year, 2023, Jupiter is going to be moving through Aries and into Taurus. Yay! I'm very excited about this because that means Jupiter, the planet of joy, abundance, wisdom, all the good stuff is going to be hanging out in my first house, which is Taurus. 
Now, if you're a Taurus rising, this is something to really look forward to and something to consider for your business because it's going to bring some good stuff potentially to your personal brand and it's going to help shine a bit of light and potentially bring a little abundance to you know, your identity sector. That's a great thing to know about. That's a great thing to work with. You know, maybe when Jupiter comes along to a particular part of your chart, that is a great indication to launch something. For instance, if Jupiter is going to be hanging out in your second house of money, you may want to consider what you are doing to scale financially in 2023. What what are some ways you can really use that opportunity that Jupiter presents? And you know, I'm just talking about planets transiting houses. I'm not going into the details of where planets might be aspecting different houses in your chart because that is also a different and different planets in your chart. For instance, if you have Jupiter connecting with Venus, then that could be a brilliant time to launch something because that is a really great money signature, Jupiter and Venus connecting the two benefics, Venus representing money, Jupiter representing abundance or expansion those two connecting together. When is that happening in your year? How can you plan an event in your business around that time so you can make the most of that energy? That would be a great transit to understand, a great aspect to understand for 2023 so that you can go, okay, that's going to be a great time to launch something. Or maybe, you know, Jupiter is moving through, as I said, a, a great part of your chart or you know, even when, when Venus is moving through a great part of your chart, although Venus is moving all the time. So we really look to those outer planets to get more of an idea of the themes and more of an idea of the bigger picture timing for the year. But when we're looking at the nitty gritty, if we're looking at the three month plan, that's when we're going to look at those more personal planets. So that's when we're going to look at Mercury, Venus, Mars, and of course the moon and the sun to give us you know, the insight into what's happening then and when those particular good times to launch or to retreat are. Now, part of that is going to be looking at retrograde action. So when is Mercury going retrograde? That's something that we would look at in a a strategic planning session. When's Mercury going retrograde? How affected are you by Mercury retrograde? How important is Mercury in your chart? Because for some people, Mercury is their chart ruler. If you are a Virgo rising or a Gemini rising, Mercury is your chart ruler. So when Mercury retrogrades, you're probably going to want to avoid doing a major launch because that is probably going to mean that your energy is a little bit off in that time because it is the ruler of your chart, the ruler of your body. So those are things to consider. If Mars is retrograde, we know now if you've listened to my last episode on Mars retrograde, You know now that Mars will be retrograde only until January. So we're pretty clear for the rest of 2023 after mid-January, Mars will be moving forward, which is a great thing for business. Mars moving forward is awesome. So we don't have to worry too much about that. We just have to consider where Mars will be throughout the year and how that Mars will interact in your chart specifically. Venus is another one to look at. Obviously, we want to know when Venus is going retrograde. If Venus is going retrograde in 2023, we want to know when. We want to know if Venus is an important planet in your chart. When Venus went retrograde for me 
well, for everybody, um, in December and January of 2021-22, I know that was quite a significant time for me because Venus is the ruler of my chart. It was a much sort of more subdued time. When Venus is retrograde, there's just not as much pleasure around because Venus is our planet of pleasure and money as well. So that's something to consider. With all of this said, we want to know particularly when you're going to have help or assistance in your workhouses, particularly, as I've said, mentioned the 10th house, because that's your public persona, but also the first house, the second house of money, potentially the sixth house of work and daily habits, and even the, you know, the seventh house of clients, the eighth house of collaborations, other people's money, that kind of thing. We really want to understand, you know, when are you going to have a bit of assistance in these houses? When is, for instance, Venus coming around, as I said, when is Mars coming around? When is the sun coming around? You know, what season is best for you to be on display? You know, what season of the year or the month of the year corresponds with your 10th house? So when is the sun going to be in your 10th house? That's something to understand. For me, the sun is in my 10th house in Aquarius season. So in the end of January, start of February. So that can be a really good time for me to get more visible, to get out there, to potentially launch something because that is the time when my 10th house is activated by the sun. So that's something for you to consider in your strategic plan for the year. Now, one of the most important things in my opinion in planning your year or your quarter is what is the moon doing? Now, the moon has a lot of influence over us. We know that working with the moon is really important in a lot of ways in terms of gardening or farming. We know that it's important in terms of fishing and our tides and our and even surfing and all that sort of thing. Like we know the moon has a great effect on us because it pulls the water of the earth. It pulls the water in our body as well. It has a big impact on us. So really important to consider the moon's cycle, the moon's phases and to align with the right moon phase for us as well. But also we want to know where the moon is. So what zodiac sign is the moon in and when is the moon's position more conducive to us doing public promotions and when is it more conducive to us resting or retreating? So I would always advise, again, clients who are launching, I'm talking about thinking about strategic launching promotions, that kind of thing, sales periods in the year, throughout the year or the quarter. What moons will align with your key work houses? So this is where in order to plan your year, you will need access to some sort of a moon calendar. I have a download available, which will be linked to in the show notes to give you all of the moon dates and zodiac signs for the year. Um, So you can have a look at that and think about that. If you're mapping out your year uh, or your calendar in some way, you can pop those in. That's one of the That's one of the first things that I will do when I'm planning the year is put the moon dates in just to give me that rhythm, that understanding of the rhythm of the year and how that is now, how that is going to affect me and my chart. So I will know, okay, when the moon is in, is in my 12th house, that is not a time to launch. 
Okay, so for me, my 12th house is Aries. When the moon's in my 12th house, I'm not launching. So if there is a full moon in Aries, that is not a time for me to do a big promotion or a sales period, you know, and that would be what I would recommend to my clients. We don't launch around moons that are in your 12th house because the 12th house is the house of hidden things. It is the house of surrender. It is the house of retreat. It is not the house, the time for getting out there. You're much better off launching something in a time where the moon is in one of your public houses, the 9th, 10th, 11th house, or even in a money house. You know, it depends also what you are launching. So if you're launching something creative, if you're launching a music program or an art program or something for kids, a playful type program, it might be a great idea to launch that when the moon is in your fifth house of creativity and play and children. If you're launching a program that is around health and well-being and daily habits, it might be a great time to launch when the moon is in your sixth house, you know, because those topics align. So considering what you're launching, there is a case to be made for launching something like a meditation retreat when you're having a 12th house moon. I would like you to have a think about and an understanding of where the moons will fall in your chart and how to work with them strategically throughout the year. And also understanding of is the moon new, is the moon full? When am I attracting things to me as in the new moon or planting seeds of intention at the new moon? And when am I selling? When am I completing? When am I closing? When am I releasing? That is when the moon is full or in its disseminating phase. So considering all of this, putting all of this together is not super easy to do. I love this stuff. I love pulling all of these parts together for a client, seeing the bigger picture, pulling out the nitty gritty. That is something that is a gift of mine. And what I would say to you is, if you love this stuff, go for it. I hope this episode has been helpful and that you can get some action steps from it. But strategic planning is often something that can benefit from a little expert help. As I said, I happen to be excellent at planning. So if you're excited about having a better, more productive and more powerful plan in 2023, I would really encourage you to book in a full strategy day with me or a longer breakthrough session. I am going to be offering double length breakthrough sessions so that we can talk about strategic timing. It's not as comprehensive as a whole strategy day, but it will give us more time to talk about timing and potentially annual perfections and that kind of thing for you. My strategy days are insanely useful because you not only get some incredible astro advice, you're also getting access to my launch brain, which has mapped and run dozens and dozens of high-performing online sales campaigns over the past few years. So I have worked on $700,000 launches and you get access to that as well as the astrology that allows it all to just get some extra magic and add that ease and flow to the year. And it helps you get really inspired and decisive about what you're going to do for the year because it gives that structure. That's what I love about working with astrology in a timing sense. It can really help bring structure, bring, you know, that Saturnian aspect of like 
let's get some boundaries in place for the year. What is this year really about for me? What are these themes? How can I work with this for the year? And what do I really want to get out of 2023? What is it that I'm taking with me from 2022? And what do I really want to get out of 2023? And how can I make that happen with these themes in mind? If you're excited about a strategy day, there will be a link to book your strategy day in the show notes. I don't have a lot of these days available. They're full days, so it's quite a lot, but they are amazing. So get in there and book now while there are still spots. And as I said, there will be some double length Cosmic Business Breakthroughs one-on-one sessions available very soon as well, which will allow you to kind of get that extra strategic advice that we just don't have time for on a single 90-minute session. This is allowing you to get like a deeper dive into what might be happening for you in 2023, but it's not as all-encompassing as a strategy day. Let me know how you go planning your 2023. I'm really excited about next year. I think there is a lot of fresh energy coming through, a lot of planets changing signs, and I will be releasing a forecast episode soon, so stay tuned for that as well. Have an awesome week and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on the Cosmic Business Breakthrough. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, head to sophiapalace.com or follow me at sophiapalace over on Instagram. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful and share it with a few friends. Thanks again and I'll speak to you next time.